going on geeks to listen to episode 351 of the geeks of the Grace podcast my name is cody armor i'm here with shelly nolan hello and lj lowry yo and this week we're geeking out about nintendo uh sony i guess marvel specifically right yeah sony's version of marvel whatever mm, that is yep. sony's version of marvel uh, which seems to be just more morbius we'll talk about it in a minute and uh live action adaptions that we probably don't need of anime yeah. things. Where have I heard that? It's not like okay. we talk about it like every week. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I know. I was actually I was looking at this earlier. The uh, like our, our geeking out here. Um, we have it all kind of in the document for those who are mm-hmm. listening. And don't know that. And uh, I was like, wow, this feels like like two years ago. Geeks under grace. This was just Dude, no kidding. Been on repeat for years. <laughs> yeah, history just it repeats itself. We got Hollywood yep, being yep. stupid. We got Sony being dumb. And we got Final Nintendo Fantasy. being yeah. Nintendo, and we got anime adaptations. <laughs> like a good, a good chance that it's literally the same writing topics that we've yeah. had before on a previous. I try podcast. to change up the titles as much as I can too, because then I go, "Nope, I've probably put this. Let me change it." You know, like, <laughs> yeah. there are times where I've literally yeah. went, "Like, yeah, I know." I've, I was. Some of them have probably been very close. <laughs> Some of you listen to this one and be like, I already listened to this podcast. I'm positive. Yeah, yeah. You haven't. It's a new one. It's a new episode. Maybe. Just the same. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my Tears of the Kingdom update. I have um, seen the tears. And that's all I'll say because that lets people kind of know what's going on without me yeah. giving too much away. Definitely um, if you want know, you know to... kind of thing. Definitely want to go see that. It's definitely worth the investment. Nice. Time. Yes. Moving forward in the story. Sweet. And... That's all I've been playing, so go ahead, LJ. Yeah, um, before I talk about... Before we talk about Final Fantasy sixteen, I've been playing <laughs> yeah. a lot of... My uh, my kind of zen game lately, Like especially every morning, has been playing, been playing more Power Wash Sim on my Switch. <laughs> um, I bought it on Switch before I had a Steam Deck, or else I would be playing it on Steam Deck, but it is so fun and relaxing, and I can just play... In, my music and like play the game at the same time it's it's legit um so much fun uh i highly recommend it um and then final fantasy 16 is um really oh baby good. uh i think shelly and i have both we both played the demo mm-hmm. um and then that's like that to me like i was interested in it before but like i told y'all before like i was good with diablo and street fighter like i felt like i was set like so like, mm-hmm. okay i'm not gonna worry about um, I'm not gonna worry about Final Fantasy. Like, I'm just gonna wait till the last minute and probably eventually get it. And then I played the demo, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I need to play this. This is like you, you talking about Tears of the Kingdom. We got some Tears of the Kingdoms. Oh my gosh, you're right. <laughs> like straight up, there are two kingdoms in this that are uh, yeah. There's it's very it's emotional. Um, it's a really good story, I think so far. Um, yeah. that demo will tell if y'all play the demo that'll tell you all you need to know about what I mean um, but it, the game is super fun to play um, I mean I guess you know um, Derek and chat had a good point is you know there's people that are going to be upset that it's not traditional Final Fantasy but Final Fantasies really haven't been traditional at all in like the last uh, maybe four Couple or five iter- iterations yeah um, so I just, you know, I'm like, and this is like, this one's feel, it feels like for the players like me who don't really play much JRPGs, who play more action games. And I think that's okay. Um, but we got a spoiler chat in, you know, in workplace of a few of us talking mm-hmm. about it and yeah, it's good. It's been fun. Uh, I, I don't think know what else to say. I'm the farthest at this point. It's either me or Joe. Joe, and, uh, I think Joe and I, I kind of, we've been kind of like, vacation. yeah, that's yeah. true. We've been kind of like, going yep. neck and neck a little a little bit it's yeah. funny he'll like post something like i have this question but like or i have this thought but like or i have this <laughs> he, reaction and i'm like i know exactly what you're talking about because i do it like 10 minutes after <laughs> well that's like that's and then i just started spouting stuff off too and i'm like well if people will join the spoiler chat i mean didn't need to remove that but i feel like the people who are in that chat are gonna be who are in that chat um you know like no nope, i don't think Nobody else. I'm not spoiling playing. anything. It's just like, oh yeah. man, another like, cool moment. It's, it's stuff we like. I think y'all have already been through. So it's like now. I think like 
I'm, you know, I, I'm re- mentioning it so we can talk about it now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's good, though. I'm um, starting to get really advanced in the story to where things are finally happening. Um, mm-hmm. Just stuff is starting to unravel. Um, I edited a, about almost 30 photos last night. They got a photo mode. I was like, yo. Yes, sir. In yes, sir. The, in the demo, when I played the demo, that was the first thing I looked for. And I was like, y'all just sold. I mean, I was already sold on it, but mm-hmm. you guys just sold me even more. Um it's so it's so good uh, yeah it's to say. super it's as someone who went from just from straight from tears of the kingdom this game um i don't know i i do play a lot of rpgs and i do play a lot of like turn-based rpgs or strategy rpgs um or jrpgs right i play a lot of those types of games mm-hmm. and yeah. um especially coming from a lot of those games that you know like Tears of the Kingdom, which is great, by the way. Obviously, amazing game. Um, I even think of, like, Fire Emblem Three Houses or, like, games that have, like, a lot of, like, avatars or something. I can't tell mm. you how refreshing it is for a really, really good story-based game to have one of really... Like, so far, a good story, right? Who, who knows? Mm-hmm. Maybe good or bad. Um, so far, a really good story, but also, like, a real awesome, fleshed-out character protagonist. Yes. Like, I like I, all the characters, like... yeah. I Clive do is too. kind of getting better. Like, I feel like Clive is going to have some real good character growth, but I just love, like, even the side characters that, like, are just don't really yeah. matter much. I just, like, I just you care feels... about them all. Yes. Um, and I think, think something that really helps with this that is, I, I didn't even realize going, you don't really get it in the demo, but um, there's a lot of, like, quiet moments. There's a lot of moments where you just have, like, reflection between a couple of characters or you just kind of like take a breather or you just you, mm-hmm. you just have a moment and it really elevates the uh experience for me because i really do deeply care about like you know if you're gonna have a good story you need good characters and vice versa mm-hmm. and i need to care about these characters and i want to see them being fleshed out and this is a perfect way to do that and you know it just comes in the forms of you know sometimes it's in the main quest sometimes it's in side quests mm-hmm. um and I just really love those moments because it's just, you know, small moments of, you know, talking about things, you know, they're grieving over or that they're excited yeah. about or that, you know, Every they changed their mind like on. It's or, the yeah. World. Yeah. It's so that's really cool. That's something that I, I mean, yeah. I already got the game, obviously, but if someone had told me beforehand, like, hey, like there's these moments of like really good, like bonding. It's because it's like it talking a lot. This game reminds me a lot of Dragon Age. People keep comparing it to Game of Thrones, I think, because they just don't consume a lot of other media yep. like this. Uh, yep. But it reminds me so much of Dragon Age. And again, Dragon Age also, like, I cared a lot about the story and I cared a lot about the characters. And a lot of it was because you also had these quiet moments between your your party members where if you, like, mm-hmm. go out your way to go visit them, you kind of, like, have this moment. And you don't even really need to do a quest for it some of the time you do. Um, but a lot of times you don't. A lot of times you just get to sort of say hi and be like, hey, like... No, how was that last mission for you? Like that, you know, we visited your hometown or we did this thing. Like, what are you thinking about it? And it's like super nice. So I, I love how that's an aspect in this game. Um, Every character has so much history too. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Speaking of history, I think a totally underrated but awesome thing about this game is the fact that you could just pull up lore at pretty much any active, time. Like, What do they call it? Active uh, something? I forget what it's called, but yeah, you can pull it's up. Like- so... Anytime, if you're like, so why am I on this mission again? It's like, basically what are we doing? footnotes in a video game. It is like, literally, yeah. Okay, yeah. like somebody somebody spouts off a name of something, and you're like, oh, what's that? Let me hit the touchpad button. It's called like active time lore or something. I think like that's that. what it's called, yeah. And uh, you, it literally shows these icons of like, oh, here's the character, here's the location of where you're at, here's mm-hmm. this event or this battle so, uh, that somebody just mentioned, and it tells you what that is. Instead of, like, reading a book and, you know, you go, oh, I don't know what that is. Maybe they'll explain it to me later, you know, mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, it's a gene. It's one of the most genius mechanics for a game I've yeah. seen in a long time. It's just a context giver. Yes. And you can just access it at any time, which is really cool. There's... In, um, cut, in cut scenes, too? Like, to me, in that's cut the scenes, best yeah. I use it is cut scenes. Which is super cool, because cut scenes do take up a lot of the game. Like, it is yeah. one of those games. It does take up a lot of the game. 
Um, but I, I love that because then you always have an idea of like what like you could I, be I doing. had to learn like what Why? a branded uh, you know, was, and I'm like, okay, what is a branded? You guys keep saying this word, but how do they become branded? Like what happens? Yeah, and it explains that to me, you know. And it also makes it so they don't have to literally explain everything with exposition. Like so mm-hmm. many games have to just explain everything with expo- exposition. I think this game yeah. does a good job of showing and not telling a lot of the time. Yes. Um. And, and that's really awesome. So you'll just hear people be like, oh, well, this or that. And you kind of can make mm-hmm. implications or, or see implications. You can make these connections. And then a lot of times, if yeah, if you look at the little lore thing, a lot of times they'll like confirm or deny it. Or um, yeah. then you'll learn more about them. And, and that's super duper cool. It's just like, yeah, all the characters um, are really good. The, the story is pretty good so far. Honestly, the yeah. gameplay is super fun. That's what sold me in the demo was actually the... Yep. Um, icon challenge. So when you get through the main story demo, like, which dog, is just the beginning of the game, demo inside your demo. They did. I mean, because most demos are either <laughs> the beginning of the game, or yeah. it's a like totally separate thing um, that showcases like abilities that you have in the game. And this demo yeah. did both. You know, so yeah. and I was already like, yeah, I'll probably get this game after the sort of story demo. I was like, yeah, I'll probably get this game, and then. After the um, icon challenge, I was like, shoot, this is really I didn't even fun. know there was a second part until I saw an article on it. And I re-downloaded the demo to play that part. Exactly. <laughs> like, that's what sold me on it. Because for me, I'm like, listen, I can watch all of the cutscenes, right? I could do all that. But, like, if the game, it's a game, like, it needs to be fun. Like, that's kind of what I cared yeah. about. It was like, it, ne- it needs to still be fun. Because I'll sit through games that are just like cutscene after cutscene. I play Fire Emblem and I play Persona, right? That's a lot of those games are just dialogue too. Um, but they have a really good balance between their gameplay and those things and like story telling the story. So I was like, mm-hmm. okay, this game needs to also be good at that. And it is. Oh, it's so satisfying, bro. And it is different. Oh. I mean, using you like don't... Torg- Torgle to assist oh gosh, your like, yeah. combos and your launches and stuff like that too. Like, I love how, like, launching a character up in the air, like, in Devil May Cry, you literally just swing your sword, like, up, yeah. you know, like, to launch a character, but you use, like, other things to, like, mm-hmm. use those kind of mechanics. Like, it's super cool. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and see, I, I am more comfortable with the action source gameplay because of Devil May Cry. Like, mm-hmm. I only ever played the latest one. I only ever played five, but that was already enough to get me to be like, ooh, this is cool. I like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is... It is a bit of a bummer that you can only play as Clive. That is something where uh, I was like, I, I want Sid DLC so bad. Like, uh, I'm sure it's coming. It has to, I need, right? I need, I need Sid prequel DLC like ASAP. That'd be awesome. That'd be perfect. I think. Oh um, yes. But yeah, it's like, I think that'd be really. I think they could do that pretty easily, even. But um, oh yeah, like I would love if you could change your party members or something like in, mm-hmm. within like these missions. Like, so cool. yeah, it's like you can't do that. That's or, sort like, of the trade off. Yeah. But um. I don't know. I'm fine with it. I think also part of it, too, is knowing that they're still working on Final Fantasy's remake stuff. Yeah. Like, you can get that slightly more classic experience with those games. Like, you could just totally ignore this game if you want Final Fantasy stuff. You could just get that game instead when it comes out. Or you can have two of the ones that have already come out, right? Crisis Core, mm-hmm. obviously the first one with Intergrade. Um, yep. So it's like, that experience is still there for people who want it. And I still like that experience, too. I like them both. So I like being able to do both, but yeah, so far... There's, Final Fantasy has so something good. for everybody now, I think. Like, yeah. Is, yeah. It has an MMO for people who like that. It has all yep. these like little rhythm games, has strategy games, has everything, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and again, I'm a very new fan. My first one was 15, and I really liked 15. Uh, it kind of became a little bit nonsensical by the end, but I was like, oh, you know, this is just a Final Fantasy thing, I'm sure. And, I, and I'm pretty sure it is, you know, kind of just a Final Fantasy I still thing. Then... think about going back to that game, but it's like with new games coming out all the time, I never will. I know. <laughs> I, I want to I replay it. Like, oh. I, I really do. I want to replay it, um, especially with the new, like, PS5 upgrades and stuff. Um, and Kingsglaive. I want to, or the, there's like a new version, right? I want to play that. But yeah, uh, the Royal Edition. That's like right. That. I, or something like that. Yeah. It's like, I want to play that. And then, of course, I still never beat the integrate sort of add-on to Final Fantasy VII, so I need to do that, especially before the oh, next yeah. one comes out. And I don't even know if I'm going to get Crisis Core, per se, but that's, like, a lot. But anyway, consider to be a new Fire Fantasy, Final Fantasy fan, um, as someone who likes other RPGs and turn-based stuff, I'm liking yeah. this a lot. It's very fun. It's good. 
Yeah. We we've made some Stormlight Archives connections too. Yeah, I exactly. I think Tia will appreciate that. There's a lot of Stormlight if connections mm-hmm. or comparisons to be made. Comparisons, yeah. Tons of again, I just like I'm seeing like Dragon Age stuff like over and over and over again. Like I guess probably there's Game of Thrones stuff too, but I'm like I just see Dragon Age. Like that's what I know, so that's what I'm compared to. I've seen Persona, ladies and gentlemen. There are Persona moments in this game, <laughs> and it is still kind of an anime game, so I guess you're gonna get that. But there have been moments where I'm like that belongs in a Persona game. There's been moments <laughs> where I'm like this belongs in a Devil May Cry game, and there's moments where I'm like this belongs um, in Dragon that's Age cool. game. Right? I've seen mm-hmm. all those moments. Which is great. I love all those things. So, mm-hmm. sweet. Our TED talk is over. We can, <laughs> yeah, good stuff. We get into <laughs> the gaming news then. Yes. Okay. So we had that Nintendo Direct that just came, kind of came out of nowhere. Oh um, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go over some highlights as I usually do. Um, Real quick shout out, thank you Nintendo for putting Sonic Superstars in there because I got to watch the direct with my nephew and that mm-hmm. kid was hooked once he saw Sonic was in there and I'm like, yes, I got him for the next 45 minutes. Um, <laughs> the biggest ones I guess we'll get out of the way here real quick are Super Mario RPG and Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Those are like the biggest announcements I think because a lot of people j- were jaw dropped when Super Mario RPG got announced. Uh, that remake, yeah, was, yeah, it seems crazy. Cool. Everybody's been wanting characters like I forget Gino and another Gino like, for Smash. Yeah. Yes, and people have been and I, I kind of said I was like, you know, I think those are technically Square characters. They might not necessarily be Nintendo characters, um, because since it was hmm. made originally by Square, um, so I, that looks good. Um, I played the original back in the, uh, like, well, not back in the day, but, like, I played the original, and it kind of, like, mm-hmm. for me, it was kind of rough. Like, it didn't quite age that great. Um, so, this is cool. Like, I'm glad this is a thing, especially for people that, uh, you know, I love I thought they could have remade this game during the GameCube era. They could have. Like, done well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but even more so now. Like, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. And then, and then now This game was slapped on of... Wii U. All songs. Yes. Time. Yeah. Um. And now we got, um, you know, people who are fans of Mario and Luigi series, which I always knew were like a, like a spiritual successor to Mario or Super Mario RPG. Like the mm-hmm. mechanics are very similar. Um, Paper Mario as well. Like those, those games owe it to Super Mario RPG for existing. Yes. Um, I really enjoyed Paper Mario. Yeah. Couple I played. Um, yeah. so, and then Super Mario Wonder, I'm going to go into that, um, that game looks like Super Mario Acid Trip. Like, um... Uh, <laughs> it, looks, it looks really good though it looks fun like new super mario brothers mm-hmm. i remember playing like one of the first ones on like ds or something and like those games were fine but like they just made so many of them that were like so samey um like even the recent mm-hmm. like re-release they did i was like oh that's no fun um but this one the art like, style in this is a little different like the goombas yes. look different and, mm-hmm. and it looks that was good really i'm like this is a fresh take we've been needing on classic 2d mario formula for a long time mm-hmm. um it really reminds me of like a like Super Nintendo Super Mario World, mm-hmm. if that had kind of continued. Yes, um, it's getting in the, it's very it's got a very artistic feel to it as well. Like we joke that it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it looks you know, it's like Mario actually yeah, I, took, took mushrooms or whatever, like you said. Yeah, he actually has he's just <laughs> taking shrooms. I'm surprised he's he took them this long. Just... <laughs> <laughs> um, Everything just gets real wobbly and crazy. Um. So, and the last kind of tease, like, I'm totally going backwards in this whole, like, it's the way this thing is listed. But then they teased a new Princess Peach game coming. Mm-hmm. Um, which looked weird to me because it looks like it might have loose, like, Mario Galaxy connections. It, um, it, it makes me, it's like a magical girl game because she changes outfits. <laughs> you know, yeah. very little else, but I am, I am headcanning it right now that it's, uh. <laughs> predicting i guess is a better term is as yeah. a magical girl game where she puts on different outfits and gets different powers <laughs> yeah um we don't know anything about that yet though so i think that's cool like they just decided oh we're, you know we'll mention it but we're gonna save that for another time um mm-hmm. the thing i'm excited about and then like my nephew is excited about because like he's so i've been kind of introducing him to pokemon stuff a little bit he knows i have the detective pikachu movie mm. and i gave him one of my pokemon cards so the blue the blu-ray came with a detective pikachu pokemon card and then so they showed that, and we were, like, both excited, because I'm like, I've never played Detective <laughs> Pikachu, and apparently this is a sequel. I thought it was just a port, or, like, a remake, 
But this is a total sequel. It's called Detective Pikachu Returns. They got all the new uh, Pokemon in there. Yeah, and then Which I didn't even think about cool. it because I'm like, oh yeah, those are all new Pokemon. When I watched it again later, I'm like, duh. Like, I guess I was just mm-hmm. so excited to see Detective Pikachu. Um, which I plan on showing my nephew that movie this week, so that'll be exciting. Um, but yeah, that's cool. I'm glad that it's finally coming to Switch uh, in some form. Um, they showed Pikmin stuff. Pikmin 1 and 2 got, uh, I guess, Shadow Dropped. Joe loves them Shadow Drops. I don't think he loves that one, though. Um, but if you've missed the GameCube games, the, uh, the Pikmin games, they are on Switch now. Um, yeah, and then... that's crazy. Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon of all games got is getting ported to um, the Switch as well, um, which we were just talking about that. Like, there's like probably yeah. another handful of 3DS games you could probably port. Give me Kid Icarus <laughs> I, Uprising, or give me a new Kid Icarus game, or give me Death. That's all I'm saying. Please. I gotta see what they're charging for these ports because I didn't see probably what they were charging cool. for Pikmin One and Two. Um, I think but, the combo. Yeah. Between one and two, I think is full price, but I could be wrong, which is kind of uh, yeah crazy. But I have to look. I didn't care a whole lot. Um, yeah, Dark Moon. I mean, I remember those missions being super bite sized because they're like, oh, it's a three DS. Like, let's put all these shorter missions in here. And, mm-hmm. um, let's see, Sparks of Hope stuff. New um, New Mario Kart Eight DLC. Uh, Metal Gear Collection that we saw on PlayStation um, is getting a Switch port also. Um, that silly WarioWare Move It reveal, um, mm-hmm. that was funny, so we're getting a new WarioWare game, and then, oh, um, I guess a highlight for us, all of us, even though we've already been playing it, is <clears throat> Vampire Survivors is finally coming to Switch. That seems crazy to me that it hasn't <laughs> been on there, and, like, I get, I know. probably was, you know, devs have to... Designed so differently for Switch, but that's such like a perfect Switch. It felt like it would have been an easy game. Port. Exactly. I'm like, I. It's crazy yeah. me that it wasn't out there already. And uh, four player co op almost makes it I worth mean, it. I want online co op too. That'd be awesome. If it was online like, co op, I would. I would buy it again for online co op. Yeah, I mean, I assume I that update's gonna. Like, I would assume the that, updates for yeah. That, that update's gonna come with everything. I assume. Um, I regret not getting this on like i bought it on xbox and it's like none of my xbox like i don't have a portable xbox device um, yeah luckily it's, an inex- look, yeah luckily it's an inexpensive game i'm not that I far game into pass it. and so i couldn't do any <clears throat> updates or anything to it and i was like yeah so DLC, stuff? dlc yeah i mean that's what i yeah um i'm just gonna have to break down and get it on my steam deck um or switch probably steam deck um yeah i just got no. on deck just um come and that's kind of it. That's really there's some other minor stuff, but very Mario heavy, crazy yeah. Mario and heavy direct. Like I, that's natural insane. to me since mm-hmm. since the movie just came out. You want to capitalize on the movie just happening, so they're like, oh well, let's bring out some more Mario stuff um, because people are going to be hungry because uh, after watching the movie. So I think it's natural. Yeah. Um, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. So that's that's it for uh, the the direct. Uh, something I did want to give a shout out to, only because I've played most of these games, is MetaQuest, uh, the VR um, headset. They're starting their own game, like monthly game service, and you get uh, four of the games. You get um, one of them's Pistol Whip, uh, which is really cool. It's like um, it's almost like if Beat Saber was like a shooter. Um, except like you're shooting, okay. it's, uh, it's really cool. You like to all these different beats and stuff that game burned. Like you have to do, I, I could not keep up with that game. I literally just, I think I refunded it. Cause I was just like, it's so fast. I'm just like, I, it was, I was t- kind of too much for me, but it's a really good game. Um, the, uh, the other game I really like that my family plays a lot on here is walkabout mini golf. It's a really fun mini golf game. If you want to check that out. Um, and then the other one, oh, the other one just escaped me. Um, the other one, I think the fourth, the fourth one I've never played is called Pixel Whipped, and <laughs> which uh, the titles obviously <laughs> spin on. Um, let me scroll. Oh, and Mother Gunship uh, Forge, which Mother Gunship is like an indie game that's been on across consoles, and that's another shooter. Um, 
I love the, the Quest is a great machine for shooters, uh, especially arcadey like shooters. Um, to me, that's a good set though. Three out of I played three out of four of those games, and it's going to be seven ninety nine monthly. And then if you want to pay sixty dollars, it's like a whole a whole year for sixty dollars. So I don't know what the other games are going to be for like that's that's the first month. It starts in July. I don't know if I'm going to grab this because I don't play my Quest enough. I still really enjoy it. But um, for people that are looking to get like the new headset coming out, which I think they already did announce a new Quest headset, um, that monthly service is pretty good. Um, I think like for that start. So that's all I got. We can move on from gaming. Cool. We'll, we'll get into the movies then. Uh, I have not seen any movies this week, so um, LJ, I believe you're the only one. All right, take another breath. <laughs> um, so no break. It's been a few weeks. Um, I watched the first one. I watched that was really wholesome, really fun. Is Flamin' Hot, and it's the story about how hot Cheetos got made. Oh my gosh, it's an, Cheetos! It's an, exa- it's an exaggerated story, um, but the, basically the, the, the person who's kind of responsible for it grew up. You know, he grew up in Southern California, and it was a very personal story, especially for myself and like people back home and my family who have all watched it because it's like we grew up around that culture and things like that um it's that's southern california you know like the mexican culture and and all that and basically the pitch is like oh we put spicy stuff on our food all the time let's try it on cheetos like that's the that's the pitch um basically but it's a really it's a really good story um i think it's worth watching it's on disney plus and hulu i guess if for, they're putting some stuff on Disney Plus now that's like also on both, I guess. Um, it's kind of kind of interesting, but that's a definitely worth a watch. It's it's free uh, if you have any of those services. Um, so I guess technically not free, but whatever. Um, the other movie I think uh, Cody will be more interested in hearing about is uh, on a random Monday night. Actually, last Monday when we took off, uh, we went to see Transformers: Rise of the Beasts at like it was like ten o'clock yeah. at night. Uh, my stepdad, you know, it was just past Father's Day, and he's like, "Hey, let's go see Transformers." Like, I, <laughs> like it's gonna be on Paramount like soon, probably. But we went to see it. Uh, it's definitely one of those movies you got to go to a theater for, or at least one of those franchises. I like mm-hmm. the ma- the Maximals are really cool. Um, the story is it's definitely. I mean, you don't go to Transformer, you don't go watch Transformers for like story. Uh, you go yeah. to watch. CGI robots bust each, other, bust each other up and humans running around scared to attack <laughs> while <laughs> the battles are happening. Um, it's like watching a kaiju movie, kind of. Yes, yes. That's the perfect way to describe it. It's like an American kaiju. Like, totally. Yeah. Yep. Um, it's good, though. Not much else I can say, um, just to avoid spoilers. It's There's things that make you go, huh? Like It's super, super cheesy. I still think like <laughs> Bumblebee and... Rise of the Beast. I think these are obvious. These are my two favorite Transformers movies. Um, like I'm glad that Michael Bay is not attached to these anymore. Uh, to confirm, because we I think we were all confused about the timeline of of these movies, and I think we can kind of figure that Bumblebee was a reboot without them saying it was a reboot. Yeah, because this movie basically okay. takes place after Bumblebee, and I think for all intents and purposes. The Michael Bay era is like it's not no being more talked Shia about. LaBeouf, no more yeah, Megan it's, Fox. We're it's not done. Being, yeah, it's not being talked <laughs> about at all. That's fair. Um, Very fair. And this, Unicron, does this take place in the nineties? Is that right? Yes, this one's ninety four. Yeah. It, it takes place in like ninety four. Very East Coast vibe. Got a lot of hip hop rap in it. Um, the director of this movie was the same person that directed Creed two. Um, so who okay. has, you know, like. Um, yeah, it's it's good. I love the. It's just got a different vibe to it. Um, so, mm-hmm. like they're giving these movies a little bit more of a personality and stylistic choice, I think, which is good. Okay. Um, it's it's cool. I enjoy it. I think Cody, you especially, will be pleasantly surprised with uh, the things that come out of that movie. Um, yes. Things you've been wanting kinda, to happen for years. I already um, kind of know, but I won't give anything away. Um, yeah, I mean they it, they weren't the details, really but I'm stoked. Th- there were articles that kind of basically already like mentioned things were happening with it, and uh, it, it's about ten years too late. But <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. Anyway, still it's, cool. It's a fun movie. I really I had a lot of fun with it. Um, it it's worth it. Uh, to, it's I think it's worth a watch if you like Transformers. If you don't, 
you're just going to get the same thing and you can probably move on. But these are very Hollywood, like, popcorn movies. You go to have fun. If you go to watch a Transformers movie to, like for the same reason you watch a Fast and Furious movie, even though those two haven't crossed over yet either, um, which would be insane. Because um, it's all about family and Autobots, and you know, they're, they're like family too and everything. Um, anyway, that's that's it. That, those are the movies I've watched. Nice. Awesome. We will get into the movie news then. Cool. Well, uh, go ahead, Shelly. Yeah, as mentioned at the top of the show, um, Sony Spider-Man news, which now that I say that, could mean a lot of different things. You, I could be talking about Spider-Verse. I could be talking about video game. I could be talking <laughs> about the villain universe. Um, so I'm talking about two of those. I'm not talking about the video game today. We got a trailer for Craven, which I don't know. It's hard to remember what the Morbius trailers were like before the actual movie came out and everyone started memeing on it. But Craven doesn't look very good. <laughs> so it's like makes me wonder i'm like were the morbius trailers this bad too and we just didn't notice or like the, what's the going trailers on for morbius were bad i think but not that bad like everybody's i think with morbius we're like oh this just looks like old 2000 90s 2000s vampire movie like this looks like yeah you're movie. right yeah but i feel yeah. like craven is on a whole another level of like ridiculousness it's kind of and I, again i mean it's a red band trailer so like that's probably part of it is they're just like oh you know blood and guts and He's a hunter, but I'm like, I don't know. When I think of Craven, I think of like, and granted, again, I haven't read too many comics. I don't know Craven that well, but when I think of Craven, I think of like meticulous planning and hunting, outsmarting, you know, Spider Man, for example. Obviously, not, Spider Man's not, not, not in this. Not Jungle Aquaman. Not Jungle Aquaman. They're trying to make Jungle Aquaman. <laughs> I like, and, and he's like, yes. full blown killer. And I'm like, no, no, no. But when I think of Hunter, I think of like, he wants to, heck, even in the, again, the other Sony products, Spider-Man 2 trailer, when yeah. they introduce Kraven, it's very much like he's trying to find a worthy opponent, not in brawn, but in mind. He That's wants in... to find something that is fun to hunt down, track down, and, you know, play with his food kind of thing, Like, which That's, I think is way more cool. That's the pitch for Craven mm-hmm. that 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 the game mm-hmm. delivered that that game trailer delivered. It's like that's exactly. all you need to know about him. Yeah. Um, this yeah, this is too much. It is. It's yeah. a little ridiculous. <laughs> I like the action more. sequences uh, until the lion like bleeds into him, and they're just like he was bit like not by a spider, but by a lion, a regular <laughs> a lion. lion. The and his normal blood lion. dropped, and <laughs> now he's a are... lion man. It's I, the most I, Morbius thing ever. I don't remember what <laughs> festival um, it was or whatever. It might have been CinemaCon, like when I would see people's reactions about the trailer. And the uh-huh. thing that everybody mentioned was the nose being bitten off. And they're just like, <laughs> yeah. that is Why? the silliness. I'm like, what? It's like, like, okay. The, they're trying... It opens real strong for me. I was like, oh, this kind of looks cool. And then it just yeah. like, kind of... Down the beginning down. was also, I was like, ah, Russell Crowe, can't go wrong with him, can we? Like, I don't necessarily hate, um, what is Aaron Taylor? Well, so why is Russell Crowe everyone's dad? He is everyone's dad, it's true. He is, he is. Especially Superman's dad. He's Wait, no, Zeus. I'm getting confused with someone else, right? No, he, he is. is. Like, oh, no, DC, yeah, he is a, he's... in Marvel, you're right. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. And now he's Craven's dad. I don't know. He has big dad energy, I guess. Maybe? <laughs> yeah he's at that does. age i guess he's def- he's definitely at that age but i don't anyway yeah it's like they're trying to make him like a unhinged tarzan they're not trying to make him like the meticulous yeah. hunter predator that is what makes craven so interesting at least in my opinion it's like no he can't mm-hmm. take spider-man in a 1v1 but he can outsmart spider-man which is like crazy because spider-man's so smart you know he sets traps for him and he does all these Spider-Man things there, there's a comic line that I, everybody's been recommending like even before this came out is uh, called Cravis, craven's last hunt and everybody says like mm-hmm. that one is the like quintessential like craven like storyline for spider-man for thank Spider-Man. you so um, if anybody's I okay with that movie like that could have been a good spider-man 4 for me like yeah yeah they really messed up spider-man live action mcu yeah they did a good job yeah. But there's so many stories that I feel like they just kind of skipped over that would have been fun. Mm-hmm. 
that wouldn't like they're not going to stand up to no way home it's, it's like it's like we talked about last time everything it turns out like it was good but now we're like after spider-verse and we're like oh wow that was actually a mess yeah yeah like you can't like a craven this craven i guess uh like a craven versus mcu spider-man would be really cool you got this kid and you get to see like showcase just how smart he is and all that mm-hmm. um which we've seen that i've always been disappointed iron man 2 uh, they really don't show just how clever um, and intelligent the intelligent characters are. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like they could. They kind of lean into Iron Man, but yeah, uh, this it's... is a soapbox I've been on for years. Shelly and LJ have heard this over and over, but Iron Man 3, they could have had the Mandarin and he could have like this gone against This is literally becoming an episode understand. we've already done before. This really is. You're right. Really yeah. It's flashback. Flashback, flashback Monday. It's a rerun. <laughs> um <laughs> but same with Spider-Man here in this this situation of like, we've never gotten to see him really like get outsmarted and then have to outsmart and show just how smart he actually is. Yeah. Um, I guess I guess goes to ladies writing like. Yeah. They just that would be cool. Like, and I think part of it too is I think of MCU specifically and characters that are supposedly smart in those. So many of them, not all of them, um, especially not Iron Man at first, but so many of them, it just seems like they just use technology and AI to figure out everything. And sure, maybe they're the ones that made the AI, and maybe that's what makes them so smart. But I always get annoyed where it's like, well, do this, Siri, do this. Obviously not Siri, but you know what I mean. Like, (laughs) do this, do this, and whoa, now we're going to put this in the capacitor, and now we're going to put this DNA splicer in it, and boom, we made a product. It's like, eh, it's supposed to give the impression of being smart, but like, maybe intellectual smart, fine, but I think... The cleverness is what we're missing in the sense of like using your brains for cleverness. And I think Iron Man 1 did it super well where he started with nothing <laughs> with a box of scraps, right? Mm-hmm. Like he he did that and that proved his intelligence and cleverness kind of in one fell swoop. So and again, some people are only book smart um, and not very clever. Like I feel like Hulk, generally speaking, is like way more book smart than he is like clever, mm-hmm. which is fine and great, but... I don't know. I, I think Craven is a supposed to be a clever and cunning character, and it just kind of makes yeah. me sad that he's just like looks like he's just on a rampage and he's like the world's just gonna kill stuff. He just likes killing stuff. Yeah. It's like he likes killing stuff for sport because of the sport. It's like that one um Frick, what's that that book, that old book? Most most dangerous game? Yes. It's yeah. like that. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Thank yep. you. I'm like, that's exactly what it is. So anyway. The one but, everybody read in literature class. Yeah. <laughs> so, with this news trailer, we got kind of a one-two punch of we got this trailer being released, and we got El Muerto getting canceled, which, if you don't know, was going to be another one of the sort of villain spin-off Sony I'm really glad they're tapping movies. out on this one. Yeah. Um, it probably was going to be bad. I just think, you know, their their records it a, show... It was a Mexican wrestler that, like, nobody... <laughs> like, it's a Spider-Man villain, like, I don't think anybody's even really heard of. Like, I didn't even... Like, not that my comic book knowledge is, like, amazing, but, like, he, he's not even one of, like, the B or C listers that people know about. He's just... Yeah, I, I think yeah. it's just, like, part of it. They keep trying to bring these cool niche Spider-Man villains, because there are genuinely so many Spider-Man villains out of the... Mm-hmm ashes and give them the spotlight but they really are only effective as villains against (laughs) spider-man think of the spot in across the spider-verse i won't spoil anything for those who haven't seen it (laughs) but he's a very silly guy like you look at him and you're just like that's a silly villain what can they do with him and he turns into he, he is a villain he is a villain to be messed with in that movie um and i'm just thinking like they could do the same with the Big Wheel, right? Big Wheel was another Spider-Man villain that <laughs> everyone Wheel. forgot about. Like, we could see uh, him beyond the Spider-Verse, and he'd I probably be really menacing. Yep. And it's because part of it is that he's genuinely a villain that is going up against Spider-Man instead of, like, oh, a villain, but he's going up against a worse version of himself, or he's going up yeah. against... Like, no, he's supposed to be... They're supposed to be villains, right? Like, we need that. And, mm-hmm. again, I, I never watched, like, the Venom movies. Maybe the Venom movies did that better. I don't know. Um, I think he's also slightly more, slightly more of an anti-hero than he is straight up villain. But um, anyway, yeah, Venom I'm just like, is specifically mm-hmm. known as Venom like, has the, comics where he's a little bit yes, more. Yes, exactly. Yeah, he, so I think yeah. it works there. 
I think it works there. But, but... with these other guys, it doesn't. No, exactly. DC like... <laughs> with Joker. Like, they didn't make Joker a good guy. They yeah. made him True. still real bad. Um, he was still bad. And that worked because they really was, showcased It was uncomfortable to watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, making Craven the Hunter an animal activist is a weird, weird choice. It's weird. I <laughs> won't watch it. I wasn't going to watch it. I'm still not going to watch it. Being it an animal activist is yeah. so I'm not going to watch it. Um, can we so to shift over to some actually good Sony Spider-Man related films? Across the sure. Spider Verse is still theater, still doing really well. In fact, I think I read that uh, this weekend it beat out Elemental. It took, it, um, it took its and, spot back from the Flash. Yeah, it took. Yeah, so it's still raking in all that dough, um, even more so than even more recent movies that have just been out to the theater. So that's pretty cool. And, like war- and those are summertime warranted. bombs too. Those other two movies, like those bombed. They bombed. It's crazy. I didn't, all anyone wants to see is Across the Spider Verse, and I don't blame them. But what's cool is that you're actually kind of rewarded for going more than once, uh, like I did, because there mm-hmm. are at least two, I think just confirmed two, I don't know if there's more, different versions of Across the Spider-Verse in theaters. So someone pointed out someone sort of- One she takes of, a selfie and one she points. Exactly. Very, very subtle differences. <laughs> yeah, like super, so Like weird. they're not story related. I think there's a dialogue change for one scene as well that's also- not important right or else like if they actually change anything important that would be kind of bad they would have to go full send on that right but for now um yeah it's just like small differences that people like noticed and i actually saw the movie twice in theater and i'm pretty sure i saw the same version twice but that's really cool that there's different versions i i kind of wonder why but i think subtle differences like i think yeah exactly i think one keeps people talking about the movie Right? Like, it's just, you know, people are talking about it still. And now they're talking about maybe for a right. different reason, but it's going to encourage people to go back and watch, probably. Because, mm-hmm. like, oh, I want to see if I get the different version this time. And I think it's kind of a cool little, almost Easter egg nod to just the themes of the movie of, like, multiverses and differences in different universes. Oh, you got two different movies. Like, that kind of just fits with the theme pretty well. Um, yeah, because all the main stuff isn't going to be changed because those are canon events. Those are canon events, exactly. So <laughs> I, I yeah. think it's I think it's neat. I think it's cool. Yeah. Um, this movie just somehow got even cooler. I am interested to see which version is like the actual canon one, like the one that they're going to be putting on the discs and on streaming eventually. <laughs> but um, I just think it's neat. That's a cool, very, very good Sony did, Spider-Man did movie franchise. Blu-ray on sale? I got it on 4K. I got into the Spider-Verse on 4K. Nice. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You ended up grabbing it on that sale? Nice. I did. I absolutely did. So worth nice. it. So, And I'm like telling all my friends, I'm like, hey, you should watch Across the Spider-Verse. And if you haven't seen the first one, you should. And I have it. So you can borrow it. So there's no excuses. <laughs> yep. um, that's it for movie news. It's just a bunch of Sony stuff. And one pretty cool thing and two just kind of stinky things. So we can yep. move on. <laughs> All right. Well, we get we get into TV then. Um, I didn't watch TV. <laughs> uh, Listen, Final it, Fantasy sixteen was my movie and my show. So and my game. It's all three of them. It really is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Secret Invasion. Uh, for Marvel. Oh, I forgot to list that. I completely forgot about that. Oh, see, so yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I, I mean, started. I forgot. It was a bit forgettable. Uh, <laughs> no, I liked it, but I just. Did you? you know, I mean, it's not bad. I watched almost the whole other season of another show, so that, that's what my mind has been on. I forgot about Secret yeah. Invasion almost completely. But it, no, it's it's, good. it's not bad. It's uh, there's a lot going on. The tone's a lot different. It feels very much like, um, and I don't know if he was or not, but it it feels like Samuel L. Jackson was really in control of a show. Um, just in tone, it feels like it feels very much like something he would make. Yeah, uh, which like, isn't a bad like, thing. It feels like something he'd want to be a part of. Yes. Yeah. Um, like a lot of the MCU stuff is is really goofy and silly at this point, uh, and this was this like really cool spy espionage like thing. Um, this almost feels it like the Endor me... to Star Wars, like at this at this point, like it's different, you know, like it's not. Yeah. Um, at its worst, I think it kind of gave me the vibes of like uh, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, like the yeah. weird political stuff that they. Uh, we're That's doing true. with the like 
they the, feel very intertwined. Like they could be the, the same. The scroll stuff is getting a lot weirder than I thought it was going to be. Like it's getting a lot more. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and I don't. I I forget that there was a lot of political commentary in that show too. That's not what I mean. I mean more just like. Like, these people were pretty... The, the villains in this seem... Even though they're scrolls, seem pretty interchangeable with the villains in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yes, yes. Besides the fact that they're scrolls. Yep. Um, but, no, it's it's good. I'm really excited about, like, who's going to be who and trying to figure that all out. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Then, like, you never you never know what's real. Yeah, the first um, episode definitely started out with a bang, though. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I'm pretty excited for the future of it. I wish there were more episodes out. I thought... They were going to release the whole season uh, all at once, but they did not. Isn't there? I thought there was another show that they were going to do that with. Um, is, I think that might be a Star Wars. I don't remember. There was one show that they said, "Oh, they're going to." Re- oh, that's Echo. They're going to do that with. I think. Oh, Echo, that's right. Echo all at once. Season. Okay. Yep. Yes. I knew there was something. I was hoping it was this, and then it, oh, the clearly it wasn't. But um, yeah, excited for the future of it. Uh, it's weird. Tia was asking my, my wife. Uh, for those who don't know, she Ooh. was like, "So who's in it?" And I was like, "Nick Fury." And she was like, "Yeah, but who's a superhero?" Nobody. And I was like, "Well, there isn't really a, a superhero. It just takes place in that universe." <laughs> Which I guess Nick Fury in some comic books is a, is a hero. Um, but I was like, "It's it's just taking place in the world. It's not really about any specific like hero this time." Yeah. Um, I was like, uh, "What's his name?" War Machine, I guess, is mm-hmm. the only superhero we've seen so far. Yeah, it's true. Yep. So that makes it really interesting and very different from the rest of the uh, MCU stuff as well. Yes. Uh, this is the first thing that's just kind of happening in that world and not necessarily about um, like any of the, the heroes, uh, the Avengers or anything like that. It's kind of, kind of cool. I guess Moon Knight was kind of like that, but Moon Knight was still very much about a specific hero. Right. Close to this is Nick Fury, and he's they they even call him like a washed up old man at this point. So <laughs> yes, everybody's mad at him. Oof. Yeah. Yep. Been gone too long. Where'd you go? Yep. But I'm excited to see more. We'll see. Uh, LJ, what else have you been watching? Um, I watched um. Uh, uh, technically, um, I'm not gonna. I don't want to mention the other thing that uh, that uh, M Night Shyamalan has has worked on. Um, <laughs> but uh, I've been watching this show called Servant that's been on Apple TV. Uh, I guess for like the last few years, there's four seasons of it. My, my friend keeps on. My coworker keeps on introducing me to these shows that are like actually really good i'm like oh, i'll check it out but i'm like i don't know if i'll be that into it this show it's about this like um it's like this nanny that gets hired at this house of these like super rich i guess they're super rich one of them's a reporter one of them's this like top of the line like chef uh basically and um in true m night Shyamalan fashion things are really weird mm-hmm. um but i feel okay. like it's it's good i don't, see m night Shyamalan is one of those weird directors that obviously he does some really weird stuff and stuff that's like oh that's not very good and then he has like other like stuff that ha- is good um very inconsistent uh i guess director i feel like um you either like some of his stuff or you don't um it's definitely one of those things uh, where i'm waiting for the twist because the whole robot chicken joke is a like, what a twist you know like yeah um it's good uh i'm not gonna say much more um other than there's things that are happening because the wife struggles uh, with like she, with, with losing children, and that's yeah. that's like I recommend just watching like a season one trailer for the show just to get a grasp of what it is. Uh, I'm almost done with the first season, and there's three more. It's such a slow build in a good way. Um, the story is, it's one of those things. It's like oh, is the is the nanny this weird evil person or is she or did she come to this family to be protected from something like it's like you don't know um like i you know that's kind of the pitch i guess without giving anything away um and i'm curious to know more like i've watched almost an episode and a half or two episodes like every night along with playing like i've been playing a couple hours of final fantasy and watching like maybe an hour and a half to two hours of this show because it's that good 
Um, Thank you. At least, at least it's keeping me on the edge of my seat. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, it's good though. I'm enjoying it a lot. That's good. I so. make sure I'm making a dub. I I also have like such mixed feelings <laughs> over yes. as a director. I really like I really like some it's movies like, and obviously like Signs is Signs is yeah, I enjoy. A lot. I really um, like Signs. Yeah. Lady in the Water is a weird movie, but I enjoy that one. Oh um, yeah, I liked that one too. You know, it's just he, yeah, just his movies are so weird, and not all of them. And there are. There are some bad ones and there are some good ones. Um, I feel like this is the better. Um, it's definitely the better of his work, I think. So, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. <clears throat> cool. We'll get into the TV news then. Um, just a couple things here. Uh, both Netflix. Yeah. That could have been a way to put that. I didn't really consider that. Um, we got our yeah. first looks at the Avatar actors. For the Avatar Last Airbender live action uh, that the creators of the Avatar show abandoned because it wasn't their vision anymore. These look like really Uh, good cosplay photos. (laughs) So in this news, you got you got a uh, live action adaptation that the creator stands behind. And now you also have a live action adaptation that the creators don't stand behind. Oh, oh, man. The other one's one piece. Um, But this. I like the kid that's playing Aang. I think he's going to do well. Um, I'm sure they're going to act just like, great. Just... I don't yeah, trust the writing. The... <laughs> that's right. what I don't trust. I yeah. think, you know, they look accurate. They look like really good, like, cosplayers, which is we like... We can say the same thing like. for One Piece as well. Like, I definitely, like, some of the actors look like they're having fun. Yeah. Um, I don't, like, and the writing, like you say about the writing, like, One Piece is one of the most, like, having read some, like, I'm obviously no expert on One Piece. But it's just, it's so, like, one of the most well-written manga, like, is Avatar yeah, and One Piece yeah. are, like, top tier in their, in both of their Yeah, elements, they're I both think. really good. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I watched a little TikTok thing, and it was, it was the actor, but he was, like, kind of acting like Aang. He got really, like, hyper and, like, peppy um, <laughs> to be obnoxious uh, to the actor that was playing Zuko. And, uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, this, this really feels like Aang, so I'm, I'm excited for that, but anytime I think about the show, I think of the it's just a still image, a poster from like five years ago of Appa. Yeah. Um, and it's just this like terrible CGI looking like 3D model of Appa mm-hmm. um, that we were supposed to love and be excited for. Yeah, it's... And that was a long time ago. Maybe the show's changed. Yeah. I don't know. I just... We need to see more. When I, I look at... We need to see the trailer. I agree. Like, when I look at these pictures, again, we're going to talk about M. Night Shyamalan unfortunately it just makes me think of that movie like i'm like cool okay the tattoo is now just a blue arrow and like cool all the characters seem like ethnically the way that they should right they Mm -hmm. they look like they should be those characters but it's still i'm i don't know i'm just like there's some things that shouldn't be made live action and i think this is this could be one of them and i don't know maybe it could be like super Mm -hmm. amazing or something but i'm just like there's just kind of no point like the outfits look better in cartoon um i mean the actors they look great right like that's not that's not the problem but it's like the world and everything else i'm just like i just don't it looks like people are like oh it looks better than the movie i'm like how mm-hmm. by just those two things <laughs> I mean, like sure so. i guess we you're right it looks better than another movie but we need to see them in action we need to see the rest of the world in action um yeah. we need to see yeah. literally them in action in the sense of we bending we need to see them bending. Like, we need to see them interacting, and we need to yeah. see the chemistry there because there was no chemistry. It um, kind of goes know. back to what we said last week about, like, I'd rather just a studio be given a lot of money to make an animated thing than to yeah. try to make a live-action thing with a big budget because they're making that um, adult Team Avatar Oh movie. yeah. They're, they're all adults it's be animated yeah. and i'm so much more excited for that i fully yeah, agree and, this, so and then you're gonna have the stuff that's gonna be on like paramount that's like actually official yeah not that this is that too guess, like, this but feels that's, like that's a, official, like a official. fan-made film yeah yes like we have avatar stuff on another channel and then we have this yeah it's like last ditch effort that was abandoned uh and then lj you talked about it a little bit but we have one piece and it it looks accurate um, I don't know if that means it looks good. Um, right, right. I, I agree with like, that. It just looks so cheesy. I feel like that's almost in the spirit, though, too. Like, I wonder if that's going to mm-hmm. be used, like, in a good way. 
Um, mm-hmm. I've, I've seen videos where people break down the trailer and talk about how, like, oh, it seems faithful, it seems faithful. Um, we, like, I mean, like, Cowboy Bebop, Cowboy Bebop looked like, oh, like, okay, that looks like it could be cool, and then it wasn't. Um, you know, like, uh, I think this could suffer from the same thing. I like that the, uh, the creator of One Piece has been backing it. Um, yes, yeah, it seems time. like it has his support. I really love that. I think it's really cool that they took their time to like build these set pieces by hand. I think that's a really neat uh, touch. All the uh, all the crew members are uh, basically actors that match the race of what uh, Oda, um, the creator, wanted. Like so, he he always pictured like Luffy as like from Brazil and stuff like that. You know, like mm-hmm. so these these actors like match up with his vision of what One Piece is, and so I think we're I think it'll it's definitely not. You, you'll. I don't think these adaptations will ever measure up, like even the adaptations. Like, you have to like somehow transcend it. Like Lord of the Rings, I think is like a good example of an adaptation. Like I guess I guess we won't talk about Hobbit. I guess, but like those three initial movies, those three movies are just like boom. Like, you know, they transcended. I think what ad- adaptations are, um, and we don't get that very often. I think those. That's like the only good example I can think of off the top of my head. Um, but One Piece looks, I think it looks fun so far. Like, it looks, it looks like one of those things I'm going to be able to show to somebody who's never watched an anime and be like, oh, hey, look, it's based off of this thing that I've read or I've seen. Yeah. And they're going to be able to watch it. And, and I think that's going to be, like, if that's the purpose it serves, I think that'll be okay. That's true. That's a really good, good point. Yeah. Yeah. But we know what Netflix has done before. We know what, other, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah. It's crazy. And that's the thing that yeah. has people hesitant, you know? Yeah. Yeah, they, don't, they definitely don't have my faith. And yes, and yes, <laughs> it does too. look it does look cheesy. Like, yes, I want to circle back. It does look cheesy. Yeah, cheesy isn't always bad. Like, seriously, yeah. cheesy is not. I, I love cheese. Final Fantasy 16? Mm-hmm. It's got some cheese. It got some <laughs> angst. It's got <laughs> some edge. I think it it's does. very fun, very funny, very. I, I love that sort of crap. So. Yeah, I'm cool um, with cheese, and, but and, and the stretch yeah. cowboy bebop. Yeah, that was like cowboy bebop. Um, <laughs> and even the stretching, like did, that looks silly because that's just a thing that's going to naturally look silly in a live action like movie. You know, like I don't look better in a uh, what's the uh, uh, space jam? Look better in space jam. <laughs> oh my gosh. Actually, wow! I didn't even. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> that's a great point I don't there space jam, but... I, th- I, mean, I think of like Fantastic Four and stuff like that because there would be those scenes where uh, Reed Richards would like slide his fingers under the door and stuff like that and use his stretchy abilities and it would look it looked super weird too so I think that's just always going to look weird that's true. yeah <laughs> that's funny fair assessment yeah <laughs> are we uh, we're going to end the podcast there are we geeking out about anything else this week I, I want to give it. a quick, I want to give a quick shout out to I've been reading Daredevil by Chip Zdarsky. It's like <gasps> one of the newest iterations of Daredevil. Nice. Because I know cool. because I, I'm going to be meeting Charlie Cox at GalaxyCon in in the next like under two months over here, and then we have the show coming out. We got Echo coming out, so I started reading this. I'm going to write a review for the site, but I do want to give it a shout out because it really focuses on Daredevil's faith and about you know whether he thinks it's okay to be basically the hand of god and deal justice mm. um for basically for for faith and for and for god um so i think the spirit to me the spiritual element of this book is really what i want to highlight um so that's and that's the stuff i've always liked about daredevil like is the spiritual aspect of you know he was a, or basically a catholic orphan basically spent a lot of his time at you know, the chapel and stuff in the church while his dad was, you know, doing the things his dad was doing and all that stuff. Um, yeah. So I, it's, I, that's what I really enjoy about this book so far. So, and it's later in Daredevil's career too, which is really cool. Um, so yeah, really good. I just wanted to give it a quick shout out. Cool. Anything for you, Shelly? Nope. Nope. That's it for me. All right. Well then LJ, where can they find you at? You can find me on, gosh, everywhere at LJ the Paladin. Cool. And Shelly? You can find me on Twitter at TheShellShock24. Cool. And you can find me on Instagram at Cody Armor. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Bye-bye.
Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening. Oh!